Hello, this is Coleco Labawanan. I am the founder, owner, and CEO of the TE5 Gaming Group. I also go by TE5 Pharaoh. That is my alias. So uh, for those of you that know me as Pharaoh, uh, or Pharaoh, however you like to pronounce it, um, that is me. All right. And the purpose of this audio is for us to go into uh, detail in regards to the overall vision. This is the official updated vision statement for the T5 Gaming Group, which we're going to really dive into, uh, you know, what, what our goals are, what do we want to accomplish as an organization, and how do we go about doing it? You know, that's really the two big questions that I'm going to address uh, in this audio, and we're going to go into our business strategy and talk about you know how we plan to differentiate ourselves and um, how we plan to go about bringing value uh, to people. Which at the end of the day, if you know you're not doing either of those two things, you're not going to have a successful business. Um, I, you know, at the end of the day, guys, there's a lot of background information that I wish I could go into a lot of depth with because it would give you, I believe, a more a more complete understanding of why we are, you know, about our business strategy and kind of why we're going to do what we're going to do, which I'm going to get into in this episode, but I don't want to make this a very long episode. Um, I, for some of you that have been in the TE5 community for a while, uh, you'll probably remember that um, on the TE5 Life podcast, it's episode 110. um, I posted a link in our discord so really anybody could reference it, uh, but it was a complete overhaul of like our vision, but it was mixed with all of the background that kind of led into the vision. Um, it's a 37-minute listen. You can go, rather it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, and you can literally type the T5 Life in if you want to go listen to that, you can. Um, it's going to cover more of the background leading into the vision. And I, I, I want to kind of go away from that in this particular episode. I want to make this a lot less shorter of a listen. I know 37 min- minutes is a lot for some folks, which is understandable. That's fine. Um, so I want to try to cut this down significantly in terms of the length of the audio. So um, I'm not going to go into as much background. So especially for some of you new folks that don't you know, know anything about TE5. You don't know anything about my history or the history of TE5 itself. I highly recommend you on your own time. You can go listen to that episode 110, or you can even go to episodes one and two at the very beginning of the TE5 Life podcast, and you can listen to the complete history of TE5 uh, from when it started in 2011 all the way up to pretty much 2018. And I need to make an updated uh, history episode from 2018 up to now because, you know, there's a lot that's happened that I don't think I've really recorded yet. So, but anyways, um, that's just a kind of a little insight before we jump into this particular segment today. Uh, but like I said, we want to cover... Um, you know, what our goals are, what are we trying to accomplish here at the TE5 Gaming Group, and I want to talk about, you know, how we plan to go about doing that, all right? Really two simple questions that, um, you know, I want to answer for a lot of people that is a very basic question. A lot of people, you know, that are new ask me, you know, what's the goals? What are your plans? Well, we're going to address that here in this audio. So, um, you know, a large and the majority of this segment's going to cover our business strategy, okay? Because at the end of the day, that is the how. 
Okay, or the how is the business strategy. All right. I want to talk about how we're structured as well. It's a big question I get asked a lot. A lot of people get confused. And then there's a lot of people that are have been in TE5 for probably over a year now, many months, and they still don't understand um, what the TE5 gaming group is and how that works. So we're going to cover that as well. Uh, but I, I think to kick things off, let's, let's go over the structure first. All right. I know a lot of people still don't understand our structure. Uh, They don't get it, maybe. And I think we need to really just kind of clarify that real quick. So, guys, you know, TE5, obviously, it was a competitive team in itself. It was just a singular uh, entity, a singular company, organization, however you want to look at it. It was just one thing. All right. And we tried to do a lot of things just within TE5 gaming, and that was it. But, you know, over the last six to eight months, that has changed. You know, I unveiled all these new club teams, which I know a lot of people, uh, when they heard about that, obviously there was a lot of excitement and confusion at the same time as to what this is supposed to mean and, and how that works. Guys, you know, T, for, and for those of you that are new, um, T, the TE5 gaming group became a thing when we introduced all 16 of our city-based club organizations. Okay, basically 16 brand new teams that um, you know we're, we're working on starting up as startups um, that are city-based that TE5 owns. TE5, once, once we unveiled those city club teams, TE5 became the TE5 Gaming Group because I wanted TE5 Gaming to become the holding company or the mothership or the umbrella company. If you're a visual person like me, when, when I say umbrella company, think of a big umbrella. And the name on that umbrella is TE5 Gaming Group. Underneath that umbrella umbrella is all of the smaller assets or the other companies that it owns. Okay, And that's essentially what's happened. All 16 of those club teams are under that umbrella. All right. Now, if you want to complete, if you don't know anything about our club teams, you can go to the TE5 Discord, go to channel Rep Your City, and you can see all the different city and the names of those teams that we created. And that's an ongoing process. That's a year's work. I mean, that's years in the uh, years of work ahead that we have to build up those organizations. But you can see the cities that we've um, we've created uh, teams in. Okay. Uh, and I'll go into kind of why that, why we did that in here in just a little bit. But nonetheless, let's just continue on the structure aspect. So the TE5 Gaming Group is a holding company. It's very important to understand that. It is not a team. It is not a singular entity. It is an entity that owns other smaller entities. Okay. And it all goes up into one big thing, one big brand. That is TE5. All right. So that should answer that question. Okay. And if you still don't understand that, well, please just pause it here, go back and listen to what I just said, okay? Um, aside from that, you know, T5 just recently started Cairo Empire, which is my new uh, competitive team, which will be a competitive team led by me. It's basically my new mentorship um, company where I'm, I'm going to, you know, uh, facilitate and mentor uh, young and aspiring esports uh, and gaming uh, players and individuals that want to grow in the space to where I can really bring them under my roof, under my wing, 
and uh, be able to give them opportunities and help them get to the next level, whatever level that is for them. Um, but we're not going to get too deep into Cairo Empire because that's a, that's a whole other audio. But uh, anyways, you know, the club teams, Cairo Empire, um, you know, any, any other organization that T5 may decide to own or uh, may decide to start, you know, most likely will be under the T5 gaming group umbrella. All right. So that's just the number one you know, basic thing to understand. That's how we're structured, guys. All right. Um, aside from that, let's kind of go into, you know, well, I, I will cover why I created the club teams because I think a lot of people still don't understand that either. Guys, I wanted to create the club teams for a couple different reasons. T5, you know, is going to be very, when it comes to esports, we're going to be big in hosting events. Okay. We're going to be a massive event provider. Uh, and I wanted to create my own brands, which I control and owned, um, for the purpose of our leagues and tournaments and, and events we're going to host in the future as TE5 grows, um, which also TE5 events is also owned under the TE5 gaming group. But, you know, if you think about a lot of uh, leagues and tournaments, just use leagues for an example, you know, most your typical gaming leagues that are trying to make money off their online leagues or LAN events, you know, they invite other outside organizations to pay a fee to come in and compete. Okay, that's, that's how they make their money. That's their whole strategy with that. Well, my thing is, is I want to own the brands of the teams. And for me, I like the opportunity of having not only having and hosting the league itself and building the brand of our events, but to also own the brands that are playing in the leagues because I'm kind of knock I'm, I'm kind of knocking two birds out in one stone in a sense where you know over time as our leagues and our events become more successful, our brands are going to grow. And then it just really gives me more eggs in the basket to play with because if I decide, hey, you know, I want to sell off one of these brands, uh, which could make a lot of money. I could, you know, obviously move, you know, something into the professional level. Uh, I have a lot of flexibility with owning a lot of different brands and I'm using my events to fuel those brands, those assets, all right? So it's basically TE5 uses its own, uh, its own engine to, to fuel itself, if that kind of makes sense for any people that are visual, all right? So, you know, I wanted to do that. I wanted to create a, uh, a presence within this, this particular cities, a very localized presence in the cities that we're focused in currently, and we're going to be expanding uh, on the amount of club teams we have um, going in the next year, or my plan next year is to go to 20 teams and then eventually we're going to you know we're going to keep going up expansion is pretty much inevitable uh, probably all the way up to 32 but i haven't decided that um and it just it gives me more assets under management so you know if one you know any one of these brands could take off in in five years or 10 years and end up you know being the brand the thing you know I've always been a believer in having a lot and juggling it. You know, that really drives me. I'm not the type that a lot of people say, you know, when it comes to business, you need to, you know, have one thing and just go focus everything into that one thing. Well, 
you know, and a lot of people have success like that. I'm not saying you can't, but there's also people that are fueled by having a lot of different things in the air, a lot of options and juggling different uh, different businesses, different brands, and, you know, to create and maximize your opportunities. And that's kind of where I'm at without trying to spread yourself too thin. That's the big challenge. But, um, but, but all in all guys, uh, that's why we created the club teams. So anyways, that addresses that question. Now let's talk about exactly, you know, what, what we're trying to accomplish here. Um, with TE5, you know, what is our goal? And then I'll, I'll get into how we're going to go about doing that after that. So <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, TE5's slogan, so to say, is, is made up of three words, create, thrive, succeed. Okay. Our basic mission statement is, so to say, is we want to, we want to be the vessel that helps create uh, things such as opportunity, we want to create environments. We want to create culture through gaming and esports. We want to create those opportunities. Okay, a, a creator is a powerful individual or being. Something that anything that can create something is extremely meaningful in the world. I truly believe. If you have the ability to create, you can bring value. You can bring something of importance, and that's that's a very important aspect, not just in business, but in anything, all right? So creates the first word. The second word is thrive. We want to help people grow. Thrive can mean, you can you can conceptualize that in a couple different ways, but thrive to me is growth. It's, it's, it's potential. It's that upward curve on the graph. We want to help people thrive with the opportunities what we create. We, anything that we create, we want it to help individuals thrive. We want to help. We want it to help people grow, okay, through gaming and esports. And then ultimately, the last word is succeed. We want to help you see and realize that potential, realize that growth, realize it. And when I say realize, I mean achieve it and succeed at it. Whatever that dream is that you have or vision through gaming, rather it's competition or content creation or whatever, we want to help you achieve it. So create, thrive, succeed. That is what we are about, guys. We want to be in the top 1% of gaming-based brands. We want to be at the 100 Thieves, FaZe Clan type of level when you want to have the discussion of, you know, who are the biggest brands in gaming and esports. I mean, I just named probably the two biggest in my opinion, but there's many more. But but all in all, we want to have the biggest brand, okay? And we want to be able to accomplish the three things that I just mentioned, create, thrive, succeed through gaming and esports. Okay, now for the magic question, how do you plan to do that, Pharaoh? What is the plan? Okay. Before I jump directly into the plan, it's important to understand the first, just, just kind of understand the, 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 the mindset that I have here when it comes to, um, you know, studying companies such as 100 Thieves and FaZe Clan. All right. You know, one big misnomer, a lot of, especially a lot of folks that are new in the esports industry and business is they think that the money is for these big companies. And we're talking, and I'm only talking about the top of the top. I'm not talking about your Amorgs and all this stuff. We're talking about the, the best, the best gaming brands in the world, the most successful. 
when you really study them and you understand what they're about, you quickly learn, if, you under, if you're smart enough to understand this, you quickly learn that their money is not made in the gaming itself, in the esports aspect itself. It's not made off prize winnings and so forth. The, the money is made in a product, a specific product. For If we're going to take FaZe Clan and 100 Thieves in this example, it's apparel. It's clothing. That's their real product. That is where their real money is made. But they use gaming and esports, their, their content creators, their entertainers to build the brand, the culture, and to get in front of the target audience. That, the the esports is nothing but the marketing tool, it is the marketing engine for their product. Okay, if you understand business, there's you know you got marketing, you got your product, you got your sales. Okay, you need people, you need to have a product. Number one, a good product. You need to have a way to get people to know about your product, which is the marketing, and then obviously you got to sell the product. Okay, once you get in front of them and people know about it, that's the gist of business, guys. If you don't understand that, that's the gist of it. All right, esports for the best. Biggest, most successful companies out there, brands that are worth multi, multi millions, they follow the sample. They understand that esports is nothing but a tool. It is a marketing tool. It is a vehicle to get in front of your audience, okay, and to let people know about your, you know, and build the culture around your product, you know. A hundred thieves was uh, they reported one time making uh, with one of their limited drops. I don't know a couple years ago they they made a five hundred they made half a million dollars in in one hour off a limited drop. Now you know there's different ways companies will deploy their product you know to sell it. You know phase and hundred thieves are a little bit different. You know phase you can kind of go to their website anytime and order something, but hundred thieves is almost very rare. You can get anything unless you you buy it right during their drop because it gets sold out real fast. You know, limited drops and all that, which we're not going to get into all the tactics when it comes to deploying your product. But all in all, you know, those companies are apparel companies. They're not esports gaming companies. They're clothing companies. They just use esports and gaming as the method, the marketing. Okay. And then obviously their creators are selling it and so forth. So. When you think about the best esports companies and understanding that they're not really esports companies, they are, you know, clothing companies or whatever company. It's important to understand that because that's how you're going to understand what's, you know, how TE5 is set up and what our business plan is here. So now that we have that little bit of context and background, let's go into the business strategy of TE5. Now, one thing a lot of you listening, if you don't know me and you have not listened to any of my podcast episodes where I go into my history, I highly recommend you do that. But I'm not, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go into extreme detail. What you need to know is from 2015 all the way to 2019, I worked in the real estate industry, in the investment side. Okay. I work with people that how, uh, fix and flip homes, okay? largely to do with single family residential. I didn't mess too much in commercial, so I'm not too much into that space, and I haven't messed with multifamily. But I know a lot about residential real estate. Okay? I, I, was, I ran sales teams, and I made a lot of money okay, in those year spans. And during those years, I learned a lot about business because I had my own business. Okay? I had my own employees. I hired people. I ran teams. 
I built, I, I had a business, I ran a business, okay? And all that knowledge I acquired, okay, really led me into how I wanted to differentiate TE5, okay? Because that's important. When you talk about a business strategy, you got to understand how are you different than somebody else? How are you going to be unique? Being unique is a is a advantage, it's a competitive advantage, and it's important. You know, if you can't be unique, you're just a commodity, which most people become commodities anyways, just due to the nature of things. But, you know, you need to be unique, all right? And you need to be able to bring value. It's got to be something important. It's got to be something worthwhile that you're going to present as a product. If it's going to be worth anything, that somebody's going to want to pay you for it, all right? So because I have a real estate background, okay, and I understand property, I understand single family, I, I started to think about gaming houses. You know, gaming houses for the longest, and you, there's probably a lot of you like me, man. You'd go to YouTube, and I'd love to watch the Phase House reveal or the, you know, the Scuff House or 100 Thieves Content LA, whatever. All these different gaming houses, and I'd love to watch that. As a gamer, you always sat and dreamed like, man, it, wouldn't it be amazing to live in a gaming house with a bunch of other dudes that were just as passionate about gaming as you or content creators? Think about how fun that would be, how great it is. I mean, and you've even listened to, you know, a lot of the optic guys and stuff. They talk about how their content always does the best when they're in a house together because, you know, they feed off each other. They're motivated. You know, you think about the best competitive teams in the world for esports. They live together. Why do they live together? <laughs> you know, to build chemistry, to be around each other, to play together, which, you know, there's a lot of studies on that that are kind of counterintuitive, but we won't get into that debate now. But nonetheless, gaming houses have been a thing for the best, the top professional players or content creators. Those are the only people that really get to experience a gaming house and how much opportunity is created from that house. You know, you think about that. Think about all the competitive players that from, you know, early COD days and all that. If you talk about the optics and the early phases, think about how much good a gaming house probably created for their careers. Whether it's through content or, you know, just pure competition. Just being able to be with your team to succeed at a high level, which got you noticed. And then now, you know, now you're a big name and, and so forth. Your career just went off. You know, your brand and everything took off. That all that opportunity, a large, I'm not saying all of it, but a large part of that opportunity came because of a gaming house. You think of Hector Rodriguez, the owner of Optic. Optic didn't, you know, if Optic doesn't live together, if he doesn't get Optic into a house, Nade and all those dudes, who knows if their content would have took off? Who knows if they would have achieved and started to build the brand and become one of the biggest names in gaming and esports like they did? They lived together. It was a house. It was it, That was their opportunity. So I think about that and I'm like, why can't I give that opportunity to everyone? Why does it just have to be professionals? Why does it just have to be the top 1% that get to live that type of dream, that type of, or have that opportunity in front of them to be able to be, able to be with and, and um, 
you know, get to know and collaborate with other gamers or content creators? Why does it just have to be limited to them? And it's been limited because nobody can afford it. They can't, it's not affordable for anybody else, an average Joe, your typical college kids that love the game. I mean, just think about all the kids that are gaming in colleges today. It's unreal. It is absolutely unreal. Gaming clubs, you got all these different things. So my thought process is, well, what if I can create gaming houses, okay? What if I can take single-family properties, start there. We'll start with single-family properties. Your typical house, you know, we want to try to find a four-bed, five-bed house and split it up, okay? Basically rent out each bedroom, retrofit the entire house for a gaming house. I'm talking about we're renovating it, we're putting you know, top tier PCs, we're, de- you know, we're decorating it up for gaming. We want to make it a gaming paradise. All right. What if I can retrofit a single family house and make it a gaming house and then rent out the bedrooms? Okay. And have, you know, tenants living in it. Could be short term, could be long term, we could always have a mixture. But that's, to me was like, whoa, you know, I could do this. And I could connect gamers you know at colleges you know we can put these houses at near colleges and so forth or big cities and be able to connect through a, a good vetting process you know content creators that are suitable for one another competitive teams esports teams we can house them and we can make it very affordable okay we can we we can create the opportunity for some of these people that would love to make a career out of gaming and esports, but they think it's just too far out of their reach, they can't afford it, it's never going to happen, this might be what helps them. It helps get their content off the ground. It helps them, you know, get with a competitive team where they can compete at a high level. And next thing you know, they're winning big events. And then, you know, they get recognized by pro teams. To me, it seems like gold. And nobody's doing this. You know, I, I kind of learned to think, I was like, if 100 Thieves or FaZe would pick me up right now and hire me, I could, I could make them so much money. I really could. Because I can promise you this, guys, there is way more money in real estate than there is in, in like all this ad money and sponsorship. I promise you that. Real estate is equity. It is a beast. Okay, if you don't, and we're not going to get into the whole real estate investing. That, that's, that could be a whole other topic. But anyways, owning real estate and being able to help create opportunities and give people, well, give them the opportunity, but to help them thrive in an environment. So whatever that is, competitive gaming or content creation, ultimately we want to see them succeed. And our, and our hope and our goal is that our product is going to be able to do that. So... Now that you understand what our product is, it's gaming houses. And we're going to start with single family houses, all right, that we're going to acquire. Then we're going to move up into multifamily, all right? We're going to have apartment, imagine a gaming apartment complex near, you know, like I said, near key target markets, the cities and certain colleges where, you know, people obviously are living upstairs and it's retrofitted for gaming, Okay, it's, you know, PCs. I mean, we're going to have all types of stuff. Best internet you can have. And then downstairs, we'll have retrofitted uh, land centers in our retail spaces. You know, we're going to be in the retail business. We're going to have land centers, you know, clothing, you know, restaurants. 
gyms, smoothie bars, you name it, okay? And then eventually, my big goal is I want to have resorts. I want to get in the hospitality business, hotels, you know, luxurious resorts, Vegas, you know, beaches that are retrofitted for gaming, you know, massive arena, you know, big, big arenas in these resorts. Like, you know, we, we, T5 is very much in the real estate and entertainment space. We want to bring value to folks through real estate, through entertainment, through joy, creating opportunity, okay? Helping people thrive through that and succeed and realize their dreams. Realize, 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 all right? So that, ladies and gentlemen, should answer the first big question. TE5 uses gaming and esports as our target, as our marketing engine to go after the people we are wanting to get. But we are going to be a real estate and entertainment-based company. That is who we are. That is what we are trying to accomplish. And that is how we plan to do it. Okay. So now that you understand that, all right, understand that all of these assets, all of the gaming stuff that we do, it's all, you know, there, there's gaming, there, there's strategy within the gaming itself and the esport itself to help grow and develop it in its own nature. But at the end of the day, everything we do in gaming and esports is nothing but meant to do nothing more then build our brand, connect with our audience. That way we can push our product and, and, and show people that our product is worthwhile. It, it has value. It's different, obviously. because you, you know, I promise there are, no, there are no other big esports companies that are focused and getting into real estate like this. You're starting to see, and this is a thing, we're starting to see uh, Atari, like some of the developers... Coming like Atari's coming out with a gaming hotel or Nintendo. No, the thing is Atari. You know, where they're gonna have a retrofitted hotel that's you know it's gonna be built out with you know PCs you get and all this different fun stuff, you know, gaming decor that they're gonna put together. You know, you already see these gaming hotels popping up in South Korea. It's a brand new thing, but it's gonna grow. It's gonna get bigger. There's gonna be more companies that are gonna come in, they're gonna start trying to create these gaming paradises they're going to get in the real estate game it's just a matter of time i've already seen this and i'm like to me this is like flashing green light to me okay so that is what we're focused on guys all right my whole goal is to get t5 in a financial position to where i can purchase start purchasing some real estate be able to retrofit it that way we can prove our model because it's very important. This is a theory. This is a model. It has not been proven and nobody has mass replicated this. And it could be for a reason. I, I, you know, there's a good reason I could be completely wrong and nobody would ever live in a gaming house. Like I, that could be the, the, the potential outcome of all this. And then I'm flat on my face and I got to figure something out again. That could happen. Okay. But I have to test it. I have to run the experiment. So I got to get myself and I got to get T5 in a position where we can test the hypothesis. We can run the experiment and find out is getting property, 
okay, at a good price, obviously using all the real estate knowledge that I have on how to get good properties at discounts. Can I get a property? Can I retrofit it? Okay, turn it into a gaming house. And can I get people to live in it and pay me rent? You know, rather it's long-term leases, short-term. Obviously, there's even Airbnb opportunities. There's all types of stuff in there. Can I get people to pay me to live in and stay in these houses or be in these houses? And if so, depending on how much, which that's going to be the next thing we have to figure out in terms of how we can maximize the, the cash flow, if I can prove it's successful, then I can go to investors, people that got a lot of cash, which I know a lot of. And say, hey, I've got this model and I can create this product, but this is how much money I need to replicate it enough to make X amount, to bring a return. And then when that happens, then it's boom voyage. We're off to the races. Okay. So guys, I hope that this really gives you a clear understanding of like our business strategy the fact that this isn't just some clan you're walking into. <laughs> this is way, way more advanced than your typical org, as a lot of people like to you know, deem nowadays. Everybody's starting an org. Well, I promise you, if you go to any org, okay, even if you don't like anything about TE5, you don't want nothing to do with us, if you want to really do something serious in gaming and esports, you want to be a part of a group that's trying to do something very serious that actually has a real plan, you need to go ask whoever your org owner, your leader is, whoever, and ask them, what, the, what is the vision? And if all they're going to tell you is, yeah, well, we just want to be the best and win, well, good luck. Good luck. There's a reason 99% of every org is going to fail. Okay, There's a reason there's only the top 1% ever make it. It's because they're real businesses, guys. All right? So anyways, I hope that this gives you clarity in the TE5 Gaming Group mission, all right? Um, obviously, we're at 33 minutes now. Couldn't help it. Had to explain everything. But if you've listened to this all the way up to this point, you have a complete understanding of where TE5's at, what we're trying to do, our business strategy, you know what, what we're about, and how we're going to accomplish it. I hope it was helpful. If you have any other questions about it, feel free to hit me up. You can DM me. Let me know. I'll be happy to talk to you. And until then, we'll see you next time.